Welcome to the Half Yard Line. I am Luke. And I am Tim. And today we continue on down the wagon trail, which is the 2023 20, off-season previews we're doing here on the Half Yard Line. Appropriately enough for said wagon trail, we are talking about the Cowboys today in the NFC East. So we'll be getting into Jerry's boys and how they're looking for the year that is to come, as well as what they got up to in 2022. Before we get into that, though, we encourage you, as always, to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast app. Really appreciate it and uh, helps us with the old pod algos. Feel free to spread the good word the old-fashioned way as well. Word of mouth, we call that, uh, teenagers. Bear in mind, that's when people used to speak to each other. Um, so please go ahead and do that. And then encourage you as well to follow us on the socials at Half Yard Line Pod. You can also email us halfyardlinepod at gmail.com. How about them Cowboys, Tim? As I believe you have to say, How about legally speaking. them Cowboys? Well, at least we're done calling them America's team. You remember when they were always America's team every time? Oh, America's team, the Cowboys. America's team, the Cowboys. America's team, the Cowboys. Yeah. <sighs> I think I'm very interested to hear what you make of America's team. Well, listen. Uh, we were going around the NFC East here, and when we got to the Giants, I said, I looked back at their roster, and they were 9-7-1, and and I thought, wow, I thought they had played better than that. I looked back at the Cowboys, and I went, they went 12-5? and five? This team was 12-5? and five? <laughs> are, are we sure they were 12-5? and five? They they were 12-5. and five. They won a playoff game. They beat the Bucks in a last snoozer of a playoff game. I mean, I don't think I've seen this playoff oh, game I cared less about. Almost... I can't even remember a play from that game, and it was like a month and a half ago. It was just, it just happened. The only thing I remember is Tom Brady lost, and I was happy. That's about as far as my memory of that goes. I was sitting in a hotel room in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I was texting you, and you said to me, This game is over. And I was 14 nothing or something. And I was like, No, nah, it'll, be. and it was awful. I mean, just awful. Neither here nor there. They won that game. They did not win their next game, which was against the, San Francisco 49ers before Brock Purdy was decapitated or whatever happened to him um, in the next game. So uh, the 49ers clearly a better team than the Cowboys basically up and down the roster. Um, I was looking at the Cowboys schedule last year, trying to figure out how in the world they managed to go uh, 12 and five. Do you know who beat them? Luke? No. Go for it. So Eagles. They lost once to the Eagles. They also the Jags. No, the Jags beat them in the off in the in the uh, overtime game right with the pick six. I remember that. Yeah. So they lost to the Jags, the Commanders, the Packers, and the Bucks, and the Eagles. So uh, yeah, and the Eagles. So okay, and so I'm like, who, who did they beat? And so they beat your Titans in the middle of their swoon at the end of the season. Uh, who didn't? Yeah. They beat the Texans, the Colts, the Vikings, the Bears, the Rams, the Commanders, the Giants, the Bengals, and then they did also beat the Eagles once. So the point is... They beat the Bengals. Bengals are good. Yeah, the, but i tell you what helps the old win-loss record, Tim. Last off, last season was playing the AFC South is a very helpful way to bolster your win percentage by at least three. Absolutely. And, the, you know, I, I, just, I look at this and I go, wow, how... They their strength of schedule had to be negative. I mean, like it must have just been awful. <laughs> they played like five games against teams with winning records. Um, it was, I mean, unbelievable. Anyhow, neither here nor there. The the Cowboys won twelve games. 
if you are a Cowboys fan and you think I've been uncharitable, I don't care. Um, so they're $18 million over the cap today. And that is after Tony Pollard's $10 million uh, tag. So we've now tagged a running back um, on top of our other running back. So we have 27 million, I believe is the number I have Luke to running backs this year. Yeah, I think it's I think it's near 26, but let's just put it this way. It's not exactly what you would design a modern NFL roster to have. Yeah, 26.7 million dollars tied up in two running backs. Not exactly how you draw that one up. So Ezekiel Elliott last year, according to Pro Football Focus, was ranked 42nd, 42nd out of the 60 running backs that they cover or that they rated. Um Tony Pollard was 4th. So thumbs yeah, up, Tony, Tony Pollard, Pollard is awesome. played very well. Still going to share carries with the other guy. And between the two of them, they're going to cost $26 million. You would have to think Dallas is going to try to extend Tony Pollard's contract, try to come up with something where they can shave that cap number this year. But if I'm Tony Pollard, I'm going, I'm better than the other guy, and you're paying him $16 million. So how are we going to do this? I, I, th- yeah, and they've even said we want to extend Zeke, right? Yeah. So, uh, the, it's a baffling situation. They like said they won twelve games; they were very good, and Tony Pollard clearly gave them something that Ezekiel Elliott didn't. And listen, Ezekiel Elliott gives them something that Tony Pollard doesn't in terms of the short yardage and the pass protection stuff. He's always been great at. Point being, though, you don't want to pay the guy who's doing that role almost seventeen million bucks, and pay the guy who's clearly the feature star running back another ten. So. A strange situation, um, for sure, in the backfield, but that's been going on for a few years. Outside of running backs, Tim, and outside of this particular snafu, what else have you got uh, cooking on on the Cowboys? No, I mean, so the Cowboys, again, 12-5, second in the division, won their playoff game, $18 million over the cap going into the offseason. Looking at their draft picks, they have got a bucket of draft picks is maybe how I would describe it. So they have the first, a second, a third, a fourth, three fifths, a sixth, and a seventh. Yeah, some of those are comp picks. All, from, all three uh, of the bonus, or all three of the agents, bonuses. Yeah, right? yeah there's, there's two fives and a six are um, are all compensatory, but still, yeah, but it's a bucket all, of picks. All, all that being said, yeah, and they're picking twenty sixth, which isn't great. Fifty eighth, which kind of isn't great either, to be honest. And ninetieth, which yeah, is equally not ideal. So not in a position to probably grab a top talent, but maybe Jerry's never been afraid of being aggressive. Maybe they move up, make some, make some moves. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's right. And so looking at, you know, areas that they need to get better, Luke, I think for a team that went 12 and five, I was surprised, I guess, at how many guys I found that they, they are areas I found like they, I feel like they really need to improve. Um, so we'll maybe start with the areas that are good. So, Offensive tackle, good. Interior offensive line, not as good. Um, so uh, Tyler Beat is is the center there, good. Uh, but the guard play around him has really been challenging. Uh, Zach Martin has been up and down, more up last year than down. But they certainly need to upgrade. And on he's the- had injury problems too, right? Yeah. Well, that's the key, right? Is can you stay in the, on the field and real problems on the other side of the ball? So interior offensive line, and for a team with two stud running backs, you know, if you could block for him, my God, can you imagine? Uh, and, and I think that was a little bit of the tale of 
the the Cowboys season when Pollard and Zeke were going and or Zeke were going, things were going well. And I think if they could block just a little bit better um, for that organization of running backs they have back there, and I call it an organization because they're spending. I tell you, they're spending almost thirty million dollars a year on running backs. <laughs> it's, um, I think it's come up, yeah. yeah. So you know, you, you would think um, on the other side of the ball, I think defensive linemen, uh, particularly defensive tackles are going to be an area of need for the team linebacker has been a strength of this team um certainly there are some names that you know there Leighton Vander Esch is going to be a free agent which chips into that a little bit but you think about some of the names they've brought in they've lost a lot of talent on on that side of the ball so I think linebacker they have some studs uh but are going to absolutely have to improve um at that spot and then wide receiver so this is a team that lost uh, Amari Cooper largely due to cap casualties, right? They traded him away. He's now in Cleveland. That was so they could sign Zeke and Dak. Um, I think if you had that all to do over again, you might let Zeke go and kept Amari Cooper. Um, I think so. You know, but they've got to f- – the only wide receiver they have on the roster right now who is earning his paycheck – is CD Lamb. And even CD Lamb is incredibly inconsistent when it comes to putting up games week after week. And a lot of that is because yeah, they often. triple covered him. But Michael Gallup right. is the only other guy on the roster I think people would know his name if you said it out loud. And he has certainly not lived up to what was a very solid contract that they gave him after letting Cooper walk out the door. So, uh, you know, to summarize, guard, tackle, uh, defensive tackle, linebacker, and wide receiver were the biggest areas I had. I don't know, Luke, if you had different, different ones. No, I think I think you hit them all. I think linebacker, you know, people will see Michael Parsons classified as a linebacker. I mean, he's he's not. He can actually play there. I mean, that's what he was playing as a collegiate player and why he was drafted so high. But he's now just become such a force off the edge. It's almost a waste to have him play that traditional off-ball linebacker role. Van Der Esch had been up and down, then was very up and had probably, well, maybe his best year for the Cowboys last year, which is obviously exactly what a team doesn't want in a contract year, although he did miss a couple of games as well. He has had a bit of injury bug throughout his career. Um, they've got quality pieces on the defense. You think Demarcus Lawrence, Trayvon Diggs, obviously a lot of ball production. Yeah, edge rush in particular, they're his- incredibly strong. Yeah, Do- yeah, Doris Armstrong came on well last year as well. Um, so they've got players there. Wide receiver, I agree. Gallup is just not living up to that contract. He he was meant to step into the shoes of being that orthodox number two. The other thing is you've got Dalton Schultz is a free agent. So a secondary pass catcher of note is certainly a need for this team outside of CD Lamb, who I think is is excellent, but can't uh, do the whole thing on his own. And when you're bringing in T.Y. Hilton to try and help your passing game improve, and it actually does in 2022-23, probably not the best indicator for the overall health of your wide receiver room. So I think you hit all of the, the need areas pretty much uh, on the head. Yeah, and they're not growing a ton of need areas. So if I were looking at a silver lining for the Cowboys offseason, there's not a ton of guys on this list that I think, uh, on the free agent list, that is, that are huge problems. So some of the key names we've already mentioned. So Dalton Schultz, obviously. Um, Anthony Brown, quarterback, cornerback, has had a bit of a resurgence, played well. Um, so losing him is going to be a bit of a challenge. Vander Esch, we mentioned. Dante Fowler Jr. is probably a, one of the better players on the list, though they have so much talent at that position already. I think that's an area they can afford to 
maybe let him go in a way that other teams might yeah, see Yeah, drafted that. Sam Williams last year, That's who right. was uh, a mid-round pick largely because of off-the-field stuff, but undoubted talent and was productive for them on field. So they probably hope he steps into that Fowler role as a rotational edge guy. Um, and then T.Y. Hilton. I would note that uh, the illustrious Cooper Rush, who played decently in spot duty while Dak was out, is uh, unfortunately a free agent that will most likely lose uh, Cooper Rush. Yeah. Maybe they just don't want a quarterback controversy, Tim, which we were told there was when Cooper Rush was winning all those games earlier in the year. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and then the only other name I even had on here, and it's because you only have one on each team, is Brett Maher is a free agent, so they're either going to have to get a new kicker or pay them. <laughs> um, uh, well, after the after extra point, <laughs> extra point again, or whatever we want to call that, near the end of the season, where he missed like... 10 in a game are you in a real rush to give him a lot of money he is i mean the cowboys at the kick for, yeah and cowboys at the kicker position for those of uh those of us of a certain age or above will remember fondly the cowboys giving mike vanderjacht you know a monstrous contract he used the kicker for the indianapolis colts who was the most accurate kicker in the history of the nfl at the time the cowboys signed him and he suddenly forgot how to kick field goals and that was a uh, bit of a slap in the face for for jera and the uh, the brain trust down there at, in dallas so I would not be in a huge rush to bring back Maha back. Certainly not at a premium dollar after he spent an entire game shanking extra points. That was one of my favorite. Um, you just won't ever see that happen again. I'm honestly, there's there's things that happen in this league. You know, you and I watch a lot of football. I've never seen that happen. You never was will it four again. he missed in the game. He missed four. He missed something like five out of six because he missed one in the game before, and then he kept missing kicks in the game after. And it was almost worth the uh, price of admission just to watch Peyton Manning on the Manning cast react to each missed PAT in sequence and grab his head in ever more frustrated fashion. Well, you know how scream, Peyton, Why Peyton are we Manning kicking? Feels about idiot kickers, right? I mean, yeah, true. Anyway, so no, I wouldn't bring Brett Maher back. But uh, to your point, I think those free agents are the big ones. And I mentioned Schultz, who is leaving a big void in this offense as the orthodox number two pass catcher behind Lamb. So if they're not going to be able to bring him back for cap reasons, you better find somebody else in the draft or elsewhere via trade, via something, because there's no one else out there that you're worried about catching the ball. Uh, the only other name, Luke, on that list that I've heard any commentary about is Jason Peters. Uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on on Jason. Well, I mean, once you finish carbon dating him and then defossilize his bones from the uh, from the ashes of the Cretaceous period, given that he's about 150 million years old, I I think a 41 year old left tackle is probably not the priority area for this team. So he he was brought in as emergency cover. I don't think he's going to come back, and I think he's probably going to retire and then uh, wait his wait his turn for a potential captain induction. No, they've got three very capable tackles on this team. They're they're not going to bring. I just thought that was funny. 41.1 years old, according to Spotrack. God bless him. We've talked about their needs. We've talked about their assets, you know, tons of draft picks. They got to figure out the cap situation. I think the last question to answer for the Dallas Cowboys is how are they going to get under the cap? Are there any ways that they can go about freeing up some money for the Cowboys? The story is largely going to be restructuring some of these trend, these, these deals. So they've got a big cap number on Demarcus Lawrence, he does not have a huge signing bonus out there today. He's certainly a candidate you could see for a restructure. Dak Prescott, um, you almost have to restructure his deal. He charged you $50 million against the cap this year. You can get tons of savings there. Zeke, if they're really serious about potentially extending him, it would have to be, you would think, for less money per year than he's been making. So there's some opportunities perhaps for some savings there. 
Uh, my- I mean, I would just honestly, frankly, just I, we'll, we'll stop talking about this, but I would just cut him if I was the Cowboys. I mean, you could save $5 million now. You can save over $10 million if you do it post-June 1. So to me, that's a no-brainer cut, but they're not going to do it. So he <laughs> will roll on. All right. So you heard it here first on the half-yard line. The other things you've heard here on first in the half-yard line, by the way, are that the Ravens were going to let Lamar Jackson test free agency. So uh, we're one for one in hot takes. <laughs> Let's see if we can make it two for two. <clears throat> uh, see if Zeke gets the axe with a post-June 1 designation. Um, I mean, he, he should, but I don't think he will. We shall see, as they say. All right, Luke, I think that wraps it up for us here on the half-yard line. Off-season preview for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh Successful season, interested to see how they develop and build on top of it, committing an unbelievable amount of money to the running back room. Uh, but until the next time, please do go check us out on the socials, Happy Yardline Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, please do like, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast and your favorite podcast app or two or three or four, whatever works for you. Um, and we will see you guys on the other side. How about them cowboys? <laughs> <laughs>